All right. So we'll see. Maybe I will lie again um, on this one, but hopefully not. I want to do a few. I want to get into the uh, couple of topics that I didn't, I wasn't able to in the last episode. Um, But I think for this conversation that we're going to do again on conspiracies, um, that we can kind of turn a real issue into into something that meshes pretty quick, well. Quick with... warning, if you don't like conspiracies, just don't even listen to it. I'm not a fan of them, but I'm going to have this conversation, I'm going to grit my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're going to talk about some real shit yeah. first. So, I think it's a conspiracy that you don't like conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't play with it. And me. that is how easy it is. <laughs> G- Gator don't play no shit. <laughs> Okay, so before we get into the to the gym teeth gritting conspiracy talk, I want to um, kind of talk about this uh, the Black Lives Matters movement, the protest, and things that are coming out of them. I have seen now, Frank. We had discussed it a little bit on the last episode or a couple episodes ago. Um, people getting out the the vote and doing like and getting people registered in the protests and whatever i yeah, have seen more of that using now. the protest for good um, killer mike good. killer mike in atlanta is killing it yeah yeah oh holy shit Recom- yeah. there, recommend- there's gonna there's gonna be a record number of voters in atlanta you yeah. see bomar like said he should run for office and i like i don't agree with bomar often but i was like fuck i'd vote for killer mike that man, like, if anybody if I lived in Atlanta, I'd vote for him. If anybody hasn't seen that speech he he gave, you really should. And he has interesting. Well, ideas if I on... lived in, I'd, I'll 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 replay that. If I lived in Georgia, I'd probably vote for him because yeah. odds are, well, I I shouldn't say odds are. I don't know him personally, but if he has any political aspirations, he'd go right for U.S. representative. I mean, he has a name, man. so yeah. And that, that speech was fantastic. Senator not, not... Mike. The, and the way that his the way that his rap what he use his real name he should use his real name no he should not he just uses rap name absolutely just keep on using his rap name killer Mike how many people do you th- how many he still <laughs> how many a- racist white dudes do you think that turns off from dude, him oh dude oh it's terrible I don't know you, but you could get a racist white dude to vote for Colin Powell but he wouldn't vote for Colin or for Killer Mike I want to get him to have a suit that has embroidered on it kill your masters. Just, just like in that would ring so bad. Do you remember, <laughs> do you remember when Bernie? He's the only one that could pull it off. Trump thinks he can, but when uh, his real name is Michael Render, by the way. But when Bernie uh, was supported by Killer Mike, uh, Bernie had this like came out and talked about him. He was like, "Yeah, I was really glad when I figured out he wasn't an actual killer." It's like, man, that is the oldest, <laughs> whitest right. thing you've ever fucking said, Bernie. Picture this. Here's Bernie's realization to this. He's trying to turn over a rock that's sitting next to. For us Missourians, the Lake of the Ozarks, and he's seeing if there's a scorpion underneath or not. <laughs> uh, oh, thank God it's not there. He's not a real killer. <laughs> something, something else that's come out of the protests and this uh, movement against police brutality and systemic racism, which are two separate issues, and I think that it's important to point that out because I think they get conflated. Um, there's a movement... And I feel like 
I heard it quietly. I heard whispers of it. Trump was the one, I think, that made it mainstream when he tweeted, the left is going to, Joe Biden is going to, or supporters are going to start talking about defunding the police. And that is a rally cry that we hear now. Defund the police. People are chanting it. If you look trending in, on Twitter, um, if you look into what that means to those people, what their platform is, it's not, it's not the big bad scary get rid of the police like the right is pushing it. It is, um, I think it's reform police unions. Which, if we're being honest, police unions are like one hundred percent of the reason. It's a government union that the the cops always walk. All like, all the union money. Like they pay into it, yeah. So it's like a normal union in that sense, but it's local government that runs it. Yeah, it's not, uh, like most unions, like in a sense, yeah, it's a government over whatever job they're governing, but it's voted in by peoples of that workforce, and it's kind of the same way with a police union, but at the same time, it's government funded. Right. It's a very weird tightrope. But I think you're right, Brandon, that uh, when, when people say defund the police, there's a connotation of, like, we're getting rid of the police, right? Yeah, and or at least that's how the spinners are spinning it. And I really, really and hope that – because when I heard defund the police – I don't police, know exactly I, – I really want to know exactly what they mean, and I'm going to allow you to explain that here in a second. I think it's probably different to every person who says it is the sad fact, right? It, I mean if, – If they mean defund it, like, governmentally, like – they don't get any government money from our from the taxpayers. What would a private police force look like? Yeah, no, I feel like that'd be way worse. Scarier. Yeah, way yeah. scarier. I feel like it'd be uh, worse than what uh, we're dealing no. with right now. I, I mean, private prisons are already a problem. I don't want to also deal with private police that can put people in private prisons that are owned by the same fucking conglomerate. Yeah, no, that's a recipe now, for disaster. Now that may yeah. not be what they mean. And I want to hear it. Like, no. do, do you know exactly what they're talking about? No, I think to Frank's point that it means something different to everybody that's saying it, does, that that kind of rings true. What I have seen is that they're touting like the uh, Democrats introduced um, police reform uh, legislation. And in that it, it reallocates money. It doesn't take money away from what is already being allowed. So maybe it the, maybe the name would make more sense if it said refund the police. It's Restructure a, the police. I think redistribute. Yeah. I, I honestly think if they, how weird is that? Yeah. They, <laughs> I think if they want to go really good with a slogan, demilitarize the police is what they want. I almost think reform the police know, is like, better. De- demilitarize just sounds weird because well, I, that, that makes it sound like you don't want them to have any sort of riot equipment. You don't want to have them any sort of up armored equipment. You don't want to have them have any sort of well and maybe that's the point maybe there needs to be different divisions and cops regular police officers well they're all well we have they qualify them on these weapons yeah now their sense of qualification usually means a couple range hours and some instruction on the weapon system which doesn't directly translate on how you should use this on the civilian force or civilian group that you're trying to protect yeah i'll just say i've read some interesting concepts there just needs needs to be more 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 training that actually applies to the situations that will be put in. Yeah, and there's I, there's I, a lot of training that does that. But there's a lot of it that is just so disconnected like how to use an AR15. Yeah. And they, that, they go to the range. And that was the point that we're kind of making in some of the articles and uh think pieces I was reading that why don't we have two separate police forces essentially broken into one that studies guns and riot gear that deals with any kind of insurrection or uh, 
you know, Blue Ridge standoff, and another that deals with when they get calls for suicide or domestic dispute. People trained in de-escalation, essentially. <clears throat> so that when a suicide well, call, like, the ambulance well, shows up. You and mentioned then, like, insurrection. That's interesting. That you gave me a little thing, little light bulb went off. Insurrections are insurgencies, it, which is a weird word that often gets paired with terrorist. But it it's really just any group that organized, is either uprising. organized or loosely, either loosely organized or tightly organized that causes a disturbance in a community. Now, in a sense, that's what criminals are. They insurrect within the community. And if if you want police to have good training, I think they need to do some insurgency training. Well, and when they it say it would apply very well. When they were talking about the like the reform changes they were talking about was not it, it looked like it was taking money away from like not giving them the military weapon the, because most police departments get leftover military equipment in some fashion. Yes and no. Like, like the 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 AR-15 that they have is not the same thing as an M4 or an M16. Right. Um, but some of the vehicles that we've seen in some of these protests um, are kind of... Okay, yeah. No, I get it. Like I, I know what you're saying. National Guard. And this is the the big reason why I say insurgency, like, and why they need to have insurgency training. And I don't want that to be a scary word, because every civilian has only ever heard insurgency mentioned in the news when we're talking about Iraq or Afghanistan. Right. Yeah. And... The, the biggest thing that that training does for the military is it allows soldiers to differentiate between good guys and bad guys within a population that doesn't wear a uniform. Criminals don't wear uniforms. Right, yeah, yeah. that's good, but the police should so, have they, that they, same training, right? Yeah, is that exactly. what we're arguing? That's exactly yeah. what I'm arguing. Okay. They need to be able to differentiate between a civilian and somebody who is a criminal. Yeah. Right, absolutely. Because so often they treat everyone as if they're, you know... So then the George Flo- George Floyd wasn't that much of a black and white situation, but Breonna Taylor definitely was. Right. Yeah. So I think or that, any of the millions of cases of people being shot so yeah. for no fucking reason. I think when you talk about reforming the police then what you do is like I'm not saying that you don't give them equipment to be prepared for something. What I do think though is that you base that on on need on need and and the results of training right so you make these guys like maybe there needs to be more oversight on how cops get trained because here's the problem with the with the george floyd story a couple of the officers have only been on the force for a short amount of time one of them less than six months like whatever they're going to use that argument of inexperience as that's why my client should get off because he didn't like he was deferring to the most senior guy who was the piece of shit who killed this guy. Okay, but that's a problem then because then training should be when you come out on day one, you're equal to that guy. I know yeah, that there's exactly. I know there's seniority. There's, there's gonna but be there's going be. there's going to be that green period where they need to actually have veteran experience to work into it. <laughs> Because you're never going to come out of training just absolutely ready to go. Right. Where you haven't had real-world experience. With any job, let alone a police officer. that said, we all know it's blatantly obvious these days that the training in which they get put out onto the force with the veterans isn't where it needs to be. Right. And there's going to be 
in any group of veterans, doesn't matter what we're talking about. It could be people that have played hockey for years and they're considered a, a veteran at their sport. Yeah. Or baseball or whatever. Or anything that you can apply that to. Somebody that's been in a specific job right. forever. Yeah. When you get on your on your first day on the job, they pick somebody that's been there a while. Maybe they're not the highest ranking person in the company. Right. But they train you there after you've had your week's worth of training or whatever. Right. That should not be the police force. No, not at all. It can't be the police force because then these are the problems that that creates. A distrust in the police force because we see, and here's the other thing, when I think reform, and I I didn't actually read, I haven't read through all of the Democrats' proposals yet, but, and you can push back if you, if you think or if you disagree um but for me it's the like break up the police unions like or massively reform that because those ask yourself ask yourself why it's weird that that's one of the only government unions i just to me like that screams here's the reason why these guys never have consequences because we have a system that allows that has a negotiating power to make it more difficult to charge these guys and it's not yeah. I, I was the arguing whole, with somebody the whole point or, of a union was that the workers needed rights and it got to the point where you needed to have a laundry list of reasons to fire somebody right okay so apply that to a police union yeah. same thing well and they've done if that they, if they need to murder somebody multiple times to get fired I want, what are we doing here well and how how many times have we seen uh, it's an overcorrection. How how many times have it we seen that? It is an overcorrection to a problem, man. The the uh kid, the officer who stood outside of Stoneman Douglas while that while the kid shot up, while killed 17 kids, um was fired and then reinstated a few months ago because he was wrongfully terminated. Like that's bullshit. He wasn't wrongfully terminated. He didn't do his job. He didn't do his job. His job was to You fucking... don't do your job anywhere. Outside of that environment, and you get fired, you don't even have a question of coming back. They'll pull your paperwork if you reapply. And be like, like, what how, do we fire him for? Oh yeah, that's stupid. How We're not is hiring that him back. any different than the tactics of like Hoffa or anyone else? Like, if those guys can literally just, like, if they can strong arm through the 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 power of the union. Dude, I completely agree that union with the other argument that unions have a purpose. But they got to stop taking it so far to the, the point where, like, even if somebody is just blatantly terrible at what they do, criminally negligent. I, I, this is everybody that has had this problem with a union for the past ever. This is their exact point, and it's glaring right now. Yeah. And typically, typically, like, I mean, I support what, what unions stand for, but like, God damn, man. Like, this... So the the problem with unions become that, like, their job well, the... is to look after their workers, right? So, like, in the case of a cop who's charged with something, their job is to get them the best lawyer, to uh, mount them the best defense. But that ultimately ends up doing is that you're not actually seeing justice served. Well, no, because all of those people the person... work within the same system that's judging them. Right. Yeah. And you're... And it's so also they, fundamentally... So the, the union works to get the best... Defense attorney, right? The worst prosecuting attorney, that's the also, best judge. That's who's the problem. Most likely, that, like, come on, dude. It's so it's in obvious. the in the sense of the phrase, judge, jury, executioner. The the wording seems a little weird for how it applies to the justice system. Mm-hmm. 
the judge is the arresting officer. The jury is still the jury, but the executioner is the judge giving the sentence. Mm-hmm. Well, and how more? So, does that make sense? Yeah, I'm yes. gonna walk through well, that. Well, and we've yeah. we've seen it in the St. Louis case, the one so, that the like you're saying they're the same we... part of the system, like the cops. Yeah, they're absolutely the part of the justice system. Well, exactly. we saw it in St. Louis when when we went to the Jason Stackley protests. Um, do you? I don't know if you remember how that how that came yep. down, but like Vividly. he he the the judge ruled that. Because he was a black man with heroin, he was most likely dealing. So completely racial like profiling and bias involved in the judgment. And then after he acquitted, Jason Stockley <clears throat> resigned that day and moved out of St. Louis. What the fuck? Like, so didn't want to face here, the wrath. here is the argument for his reasoning. Well, not the exact wordage, but the reasoning for not ruling Stockley guilty. And this relies on the, this, this lands on the feet of the jury more than anything, but it was not proven beyond an absence of a doubt that he was guilty. And here's where the, the justice system's hands are tied. And that, especially if you're on that high profile of a case, as a member of the justice system on that level as a judge, you you can't make a decision that feels right either direction. Yeah. I would have in- absolutely moved away and resigned and probably just drank the rest of my life because that decision would have wrecked me. Yeah, but yeah. the here's the problem I have, man. The phrasing um, oh yeah, his phrasing was wrong. Because he's a black man with heroin. With heroin yeah, I, I don't agree with that at all. Well, but the, I'm just saying, when when you look at it, Jason Stockley on video said, "I'm going to kill this motherfucker," and then appeared to we, plant yeah. a gun. You're preaching to the choir on yeah. that. Like, I just think the problem is deeper, especially when you talk about police unions. It's the fact that cops have uh, the justice system is also broken in the lawyers because they were able able to argue it to the point of but the the of ju- reasonable doubt. Here's here's something interesting. They argued it to the point of reasonable doubt whenever it was cut and dry to all of us. Is the justice system like broken? All all of what he Yeah, man. Or From, is the justice system set up is it doing exactly what it was set up to do? And that's where systemic okay. racism right. comes into play. Oh uh, yeah, no, I I 100% agree with you. Because it was set up by rich we're make, white we're people. We're making the same point. Right. I'm just outraged on the other end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cops should be held to the same legal standards as criminals, and they're not. They're given the benefit of the doubt, and criminals aren't anymore. Looking or at a, looking at a point, right? Looking at the point of an arrow, we were on opposite ends of the cutting edge, yeah. going down to the same point. <laughs> but you know, like, because there is that argument to be made too. That like, now the the just that's why we need ju- that's why we need police like, reform they, is because we are because the system the Ameri- is doing the American exactly people what it's supposed to do. The American people have been saying exactly that for years and the other half of the American people have just been ignoring it and be like, yeah, well, it's it's serving me. It's working out for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm part of the 65% but or whatever it is. That, that same half that have been saying, you know, it's been working out for me because this definitely worked out for me. I, I have the privilege of being white. Right. And that's why it works for me. But 
I'm I'm outraged at the fact that there is glaring evidence of why it doesn't work, and we're still not doing anything about it. Yeah. Yeah, what I think is, what also aggravates me is people who think that, that at I don't this point, I don't see why other of my own community, other of my own whites, other than this room, can't see that. Like it does not work for the same evidence that you hold high for it working. Well, it's it's working for the wrong reasons. Well, and there's the idea too that like like it's it's one hundred percent complacency. It's right? not cutting it's not cut and dry facts, man. They can sit there and argue it to where the optics look correct for the answer they want out of the jury. Right. That's that's a lawyer's job, man. Yeah. They sell partisanship. For or against their client. Well, and doubt and fear well, and for, lies for or and against bullshit. a certain person. Yeah. Like it's a it's the the lawyer is just the evil car salesman, right? Like they're just able to spin bullshit. There, into... there is cut and dry law, but when it comes to criminal justice, it's not cut and dry. It's a lot of argumentation and it's how you can sell it to a jury. Well, it's a lot and of... that's why certain prosecutors and certain defenders make so much money mm-hmm. because they are that good at manipulating the system. So, I want to spin into conspiracies now, um, and... The whole argument we just had is why these conspiracies exist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do. Um, And there's... Well, and the reason that I wanted them for the last episode, honestly, is because um, with the, the Trump talking about the military moving in, and like whatever, it's it's excited the fucking QAnon folks and and those types uh, of people yeah. into where where are the FEMA trucks going right now? Right, New World Order, psyop, bullshit, whatever. Um, Is there a large distribution of tents going to one state? How the fuck did this also create like this whole thing? This whole like everything that has gone on in 2020 has created like. Fifty percent of the population is now anti-vaxxers, but only for one vaccine. Like everything oh, else, know, right? like they'll get it. Like and, and get you want to know, a you... fucking measles shot. But like, I, what the I, fuck? I have a relative. Me that... too. Well, I'm, Me too. I'm not getting microchipped. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Uh... Like me, your relative. I work in the pharmaceutical industry. We're not going to microchip you, man. First I of all, microchips is what we did to dogs in the 90s. We would fucking nanotechnology well, print and you. you. Have can you flat out see also, it. Have you the ever seen that, a microchip the, go in? Why? Well, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a freaking... It's a process, freaking, can I also? It's a 12-gauge needle, son. It's I, huge. Can I also ask why we need to microchip you when everyone voluntarily has a fucking cell phone on them? Has a phone, has a smart TV, has, has a computer, Facebook? has a Facebook. Like, like you're... Every, we uh, need, people, everybody knows where you are always. Yeah. So here's the idea. For the first person that goes in and gets vaccinated, hold the record on your phone directly at the injection site. Like, look, here, you can see it. Here goes the microchip. Oh, wait, it's not there. I, a, there is no false, microchip. I love... false video. They wouldn't believe it. Uh, and that's... Oh, right. I hate... Uh, Photoshop. Okay, I this, love... That's the hardest part about conspiracy theorists is that there's nothing you can do to actually argue with them because well, and they the will sad th- constantly... And they well, say the don't... sad thing is it's reality. You can edit... You can edit audio to where it sounds exactly like what somebody is yeah. saying. I like you the, can edit audio video so well these days that you can doctor. I like the argument. Speech. I don't know what's in the vaccine. Yeah, you do. The virus <laughs> yeah. just weaker. It's, well, it's it's a dormant or dead. Right. 
version no, of the virus. I know how vi- vaccines work. Yeah, so well, let, do we let's, all. Let's just explain it like somebody's five. <laughs> right. It's either a dormant or dead virus or bacteria, whatever you're vaccinating against. Pick your poison. Not poison. That's a bad choice of words. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but it's, it's the biologic and then it's preservative. Right. It creates a natural response in your body. So unless your antibodies are chipping I left you... one out. It's the biologic suspended in a vehicle, which is usually saline, could possibly be another liquid that's also not going to harm you because it goes through safety trials. It's and the- then there's a small amount of preservative, and that could vary b- being what the, the biologic that is. That all says Bill Gates juice to me, man. Like, well, how you- do we get back on COVID? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Well, the vaccine thing, talking about not getting microchipped. But, like, man. So, the biggest. What's in it? There's, like, five ingredients, man. Sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sugar to get you addicted. (laughs) (laughs) So, America has a long and rich history with uh, conspiracy theories, right? Like, especially going back to the 60s where they started. We've never gotten over. We've never gotten over the British pulling the wool over our eyes back in the 1700s. So we just got to keep on running with it, man. Right. And America, everybody's pulling the wool over our eyes. America's been a nation that's been willing to like, uh, do the to ourselves. We pull the wool over our own, our own eyes about the manifest destiny and the way we didn't steal this country. That's the reason the far left and the far right exist. And they don't talk to each other. It's because the wool since the early 2000s. So much of it. Since the mid two thousands, I guess we've like had a Cosby sweater, <laughs> but less rapey. So since the mid two thousands, we've had a rise in social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and the darker parts of the web being four chan, eight chan, eight coon now. All these other places. How are you even keeping track of this? It's very hard, dude. Frank's <laughs> awesome for this. I love, I love that Frank goes so, like, into this. Everyone knows four chan, right? Because I'm yeah, sure, and it's if, the, if the you easy don't. One. It's an imaging messaging board that was originally started. It it produced. It's in the, the first... somersault on the conspiracy theory websites gymnastics it, playbook. And it didn't even start. It started with people talking about anime, and the first things that really broke from it that became worldwide memes were lolcats, uh, chocolate rain, fucking uh, Rick Rolling. Yeah, what a, what a benign beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Very benign. But then very suddenly in like 2007, 2008, you get Gamergate, where there's a uh, harassment targeting a female game reviewer who gave like an 8.9 to a game that most boys all, all these men thought deserved a 10.10 like she she did, she rated it great but not perfect and they fucking freaked out and they doxed her uh threatened her you know a whole campaign of essentially what we today would call incels but back then we didn't have that word so this like they get in a lot of trouble on I Fort- need to, I need to read up on this story cuz now I'm curious 4chan 4chan and 8chan both started by two different Boys who were both 15 when they started them, which is the weirdest fucking coincidence I've found. Yep. Um, so 4chan it's gets the shut- same person. You ever seen him in the same room? Yeah. <laughs> 4chan eventually gets shut down or pulled from the people who are v- providing like uh, internet for them and shit because of all the the doxing and the uh, the physical attacks and posting people's. There's also a lot of child porn being po- it was it was touted as being free speech. You could come there and post anything. Uh, independently or uh, like anonymously, free speech anonymously. in the anarchist sense. Anonymously, what happened was a lot of people started sharing fucking child porn, and yeah. uh, it became a place where like movies would drop fifteen days before they came out in theaters and shit. Because what else Very happens illegal. whenever everybody's in a shroud of anonymity? Yeah. yeah. So eight chan comes around, which is like the successor to four chan, because anytime they get kicked off of anything, they just create a worse place and. Yeah, the very worst of the group follow them there, so it gets even worse. I'm pretty sure the worst of the group is already in the dark web, and we, nobody knows about it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so that's where QAnon started, 
And QAnon actually has uh, a couple of predecessors. There was a guy called uh, FBI Anon, a guy called like White House Aid Anon, uh, a couple of these people who would post. And the way like uh, they're called trip codes, the way QAnon or 4chan so, and 8chan work. Real quick, yeah. just because I've always wondered this, QAnon and like comes after Anonymous has already existed. Yeah, after, they, they come in direct response to the Podesta emails. That's when they get going. So why Anon? Like, Anonymous has been around for a long time. Yeah, Anonymous has been around for a long time. Why Anon? Well, it's just the idea on, on QAnon. I guess. I, yeah. I guess it's just is it related or supposed to be an, like the I opposite? think it's, it's the idea that plays like, into the a, same crowd. I think the idea is supposed to be Anon is like uh, we're anonymous and it it has that feeling of like Co- you can't find it, us. We're there. It's to coattail white writing. Hat. Right. White writers. We're doing yeah. what we think is best. So they but, are hackers. That's, I mean, essentially. Okay. QAnon didn't hack anything. It's, it's Alter Bridge after Creed. After the Podesta emails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Bazinga. <laughs> so after the Hillary and Podesta emails got leaked, a bunch of internet fucking armchair detectives went through and found nothing except a bunch of references to uh, pizza and stuff that they thought was suspicious. Um, and that's what happened with the whole Pizzagate thing that started to spread. And QAnon came out directly after Pizzagate. And kind of like that was kind of like the uh, first fucking salvo of all this. Did anybody shit. listen to how Ben Shapiro had to explain what Pizzagate was? How did he explain it? It didn't even make sense to me. You'd have to go listen to the episode. The ben, idea essentially ben of Q so far gone in P- my mind. Pizzagate is essentially Q in a nutshell. It's the same thing. It's believing that there is a uh, a group of politicians, uh, Hollywood and liberals, who are running a worldwide child sex trafficking ring and uh that trump is would put it's pretty much gotten office by god to take this down and that there are and then he faked the collusion with russia and then he's working with mueller and there's a bunch of secret indictments none of it makes any goddamn sense if you know anything about the legal system or if you've watched it the sounds news. like somebody like knew something about epstein which has been there's public a lot of, knowledge there's for a, a lot long of time room. A lot of really sweaty dudes sitting in front of computer monitors yeah. <laughs> working well, on that one. The idea is, like, once you've red-pilled yourself, which is the term they use, like, part of red-pilling is swearing off even Fox News. You only get your news from YouTube and— Oh, uh, my. And these people called decoders, who are the people who take these little QAnon—they call them breadcrumbs, his drops. These little fucking very vague Nostradamus-like— and they constantly are wrong. He used to be very specific about— on this date, Hillary's getting arrested. Well, it's three years later; she's not arrested, and they have all their own little excuses about, "Oh, she's wonder, secretly arrested." And you know. I, I wonder how <laughs> have much have you seen her? I wonder <laughs> how much OG conspiracy theorists just absolutely hate this generation. But the right? problem is, if you did the, the JFK wor- guys, worse than yeah, exactly, worse than you know your, your 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 boomer workers versus your millennial workers. That, yeah, they hate them that much more. <laughs> to get back to, I was talking earlier about trip codes. That's actually how they verified it's the same person anonymously. Is that when you log in, instead of uh, when you type in your password to send a message, that it generates a certain string of numbers that are very unique to you, right? So as long as you have that password, you can verify that every message is coming from the same person with a trip code. Q's trip code That doesn't changed. seem very anonymous. It, it, it's not. But when, when Q made the jump from 8chan to 8kun, uh, uh, is The called? Japanese had a better code, and they, the still code, got, they still got ousted on Midway. The code switched. So there's a thing. Uh, they used to do it in World War II. What's this? You just reminded me. A called a fist. The, the Enigma? No, it's called a fist. They would be able to tell where certain generals were because those generals, they had people who would write their telegraphs for them, and they had a certain way of talking. Oh, right. Long sentences yeah. or short. And by studying it, you could figure out, 
oh, that's that guy. He always sends messages for this general. Yeah. We know where he that's is. That's the same way they found Ted Kaczynski. The exact same kind of, that kind of uh, study, they found that Q was- Lang- Language, it's uh, forensic, forensic linguistics. Yeah. So they found out that Q originally was one or two people who is now, since the code has changed, about 10 people. So there was a shift. It's not even the same person who started You should probably change the code more often. It's my favorite thing about this is so stupid. Go, go so ask an old him, go ask an old Japanese military man how Midway worked out. The, the, this <laughs> is an example. They of, need to talk to that dude. This is an example of how stupid people are. They call them uh, breadcrumbs, right? The things he leaves, the, the the clues, and the decoders will turn those into bread. You don't make bread from breadcrumbs. You make breadcrumbs <laughs> from bread. You fucking idiots. You, make you don't st- even get the analogy right. You, you make stuffing from breadcrumbs, <laughs> which is a <laughs> terrible side. <laughs> oh, God. Nothing about it makes sense, and it Wait a minute. me. Okay. I think I could sell these people a lot of timeshares. So so it's essentially a, a wannabe cult. They've already started. There's a... Uh, because they want to have a leader who is actually like a yes. guy who was a guy. And then became like, ah, I'm bored with this, or I need to bring my friends into this. So, and it's already starting to spread, right? Because like now, it would essentially be like if, like if it would if I was Q, if Kanye started a fucking church, or if I was Q, and then over time we're, got like going, had two kids and was like, hey, you guys want to be Q with me? We're going yeah, heavy into semantics now, about like will, who exactly they are. I will say like Let, there's one guy who has he verified the the original. Like the first couple of uh, drops with the same key on Twitter, and his name is uh, James Brower, and he was like a guy who v- claims that he posted the first couple and that he was essentially hacked. And once your trip code is stolen, it's almost impossible to get it back. And now that he doesn't really know who's doing it now, and then he kind of regrets starting it. But he's also a Trump supporter who like describes himself as a MAGA troll. So fuck him, even if he is telling the truth, it's likely he's not. A lot of people have tried to take claim. Frank's for being been Q. going down the QAnon. Wormhole. All right, so where are we at right now? Right now, the latest thing that's happening is that obviously they're they're tying in COVID and the the protesters. The protesters are like cover, so all these inci- indictments can go out and we can get these people into Guantanamo Bay or something. <laughs> but the thing that interests me the most, There's, there has been some significant court right? cases going on right now. The thing that interests me the most is there's a thing called the Omega Kingdom Ministry, which is starting a religious movement based around Q. Wait, hold on. Vince McMahon wrote that. Oh, no. That. <laughs> you like, would think. Right? Fucking Vince Russo, maybe. Just fucking right. Some hack they're, wrote this. So That's who Q is. They're bringing if, religion into Q? Oh, yeah. There's actually, oh, my. They're doing weekly services. And actually, that's the most interesting part. What are they claiming? Are claiming to be Christians? Claiming to be Christians? They're very hardcore fundamentalist Christians, but they've been doing this for the whole time. A lot of their rhetoric is I, comes I have directly such, from the Bible. I have so many qualms with the word fundamentalist Christians. Well- extremist fundamentalist Christians. Is because the if they were legitimately it. fundamental, then they would live like Jesus, which is love yes. everybody. Hypocritical Christians. Let's call them that. That's better. It's probably more accurate. But Q has always had a deep I, fascination. I, I understand what the term means, but I, I have a problem with it. Yeah. How are, How is the whole point going to be that Donald Trump, who is accused of raping a 13-year-old girl... They're trying to make him the same as the Japanese emperor in the 40s. Yeah. He's literally a god king to them. They think besides Q, Q plus is Trump because he's one All step right. above Q. Look, the, the, the Japanese not, called their their emperor heavenly entity in I'm the not, 40s. That's going to be the same thing. That's what we, they're shooting for. Hey, we call ours a very stable genius. So, no, he called I, himself mm, a very stable genius. I don't think a lot of people actually call him that. 
I don't. Well, I, I, you, it, I if don't you know. had an he honest conversation with even half of the Trump supporters, you probably wouldn't even get the same answer. Stable is not a word I use <laughs> to describe him at all. Do you think they'd admit that they think of him in a like almost deity type of way? Because they yeah. do. If you like, look at the memes, they're constantly portraying. I him definitely, as, I not, definitely get not, it. Not QAnon. I'm saying. No, I know. Trump base. Like they yeah. kind of. They're kind of one of the same. There's so much overlap. There is, but like I bet you that there are. It's always are, been a thing that, like, I, like obviously, it's always been a thing that a, every politician has their base. But have you ever seen this much devotion? No, never. never Not never, even never, to Reagan. Like blind devotion. Or, no, like and you, no, you because if pro- Trump no. came out today and said that Reagan was that Reagan sucked, they would turn on Reagan. Like, and I know, oh, I know, like, right straight up. I know right now, Reagan. like they we're turned on we're, we're like I'm gonna I'm about to cite. A social media source, just like how many people on there that are commenting that even in the light of everything that's going on, they just completely refuse to see Trump is like who he is for what he is. I man, I, like it doesn't matter what you say about him. No, nothing. doesn't matter what you say at all. No nothing. matter how hard the evidence is, and if they don't have anything, like, they'll just be like, just yeah, the, Hillary Clinton, just, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton. Yeah, what about him? Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. But just like how much of an a hole he is on Twitter, they won't even admit that. No. And a lot of them it's, use it's uh, baffling. They call it the gish I, I'm I'm using they and them like I'm not trying to make this an us versus them. There's there's a significant portion of his base that just will refuse to see anything wrong with it. It's them. us rational people versus them irrational. Yeah, I'm anti-tribalist. Then, I refuse I mean, to talk about that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. If you try to debate someone who's a very fervent Trump supporter lately, all you get you're are one like, tribe. You're a human. Fucking Chewbacca defenses and like the the they call it the gish gallop is when you just uh, talk so fast that you don't let your opponent refute your arguments. Well, and there's another so thing you to seem be, to win by default. There's another thing to be said that Trump when, wasn't even good at that though. No, he's he's Weird. good at talking over people. There's something to be said about when you're arguing with somebody that is arguing outside of reality because like because if you won't admit that he's an asshole on twitter if you won't admit that he that all of these things that we clearly see um, that he doesn't give a shit about the uh, constitution or the emoluments clause or no like, or any full circle decent, you know full circle here even mattis the, the marines marine <laughs> the military the military episode. man of all military men spoke out on this dude come on yeah um if you can't admit that, you're in a different reality, and you can't argue with somebody that's in a different reality, and you can't argue with somebody. I have problems like, arguing with Trump basers if, because the, they, the argument is so fucking stupid that by the time I get to where we're on the same plane of this is what actually happened and exists, I don't want to fucking have the conversation. Yeah. It's been 45 minutes. When we have like, to agree on the, basic, the like, basics of what is a fact, like we should yeah. have learned this in the, fucking fourth grade, guys. Come on. Fact isn't what you want it to be. No. And but that's how they treat it. They and and they just follow the direction. Like he will tell them what is gonna be the the rallying cry next week. Like he he tests shit. He dips his I fucking toe in the water. You know what I really want to see is I want to see any of the Tonight Show hosts go out and interview people in the streets, like how they've always that man you know, on the street interview made yeah. made it look like doesn't matter where what location California New York wherever they are at the time they interview a bunch of random people with random trivia questions and they make the people look stupid you could go you could take them and put them on the street and man I did it I pulled a you 
<laughs> yeah. I wasn't say though, like what you were saying, Brandon. I had a point. <laughs> well, why you think about it? What Brandon was saying though about like we only talk about these things. Trump is leading the way, right? The only reason hydroxychloroquine is in the news and is being defended so hard by these people is because Trump doesn't. He said it, and they have to it. back it up because they can't mm-hmm. make him look weak even a little. It's, because once the facade, like once the, it starts to crumble, it's over. It'll just keep crumbling. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason that Antifa is in the fucking news because Anti- because Trump he said it. said it, and so now Antifa has been throwing bricks and Antifa has been doing this like at protests, uh, concrete milkshakes, and yeah, bullshit about bricks being left out that is no basis in reality. Like maybe I'm wrong. But I, but my opinion of Antifa is different than it was when we started the show. When we started the show, I was very much not because when we started the show early on, UC Berkeley happened, and like I was not that like Antifa was real and Antifa was present, and like I have a problem with tactics of Antifa. I also have a problem with fascists uh, giving speeches in America. True, so. um, but. I don't think that that exists at that capacity. Ben, ben Shapiro is not a fascist. And th- that was the that was the epiphany. Not Berkeley, no. But I was talking about in general, like the uh, Berkeley. You, you Berkeley right. wasn't Ben Shapiro, though. Berkeley, that that Ber- was Milo? who they. That was who that happened over. It was Milo. Milo Yiannopoulos. Oh, that, never mind. The riot, yeah. yeah. The riot happened over Milo. Yeah, which it was Milo. I think Ben Shapiro is a little too savvy to get in that kind of. Milo, Milo is just an insanely confused person. He's just a yeah, but he's a piece of shit. He's person. an agitator. He just wants to. Yeah, no, he's he was a troll. Yeah, he's, he's not the, a fascist. He's he a troll. He is the Tom Green of wannabe journalists. Yeah. The problem is he he was a troll that was very good at selling an ideology. He, he's fucking PewDiePie. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, politics. Good, right? Yeah, style. solid, right? Um, but I don't know. I just like, but I but Trump tweeted about Antifa, and then that became a rallying cry of the right ah, and the no. QAnon. And you, I had it. Go I ahead. I got it. When you interview these people, <laughs> ask ask them what their belief is on one Trump tweet based off of one Trump tweet. Tweet. Read them that tweet. Ask them like where they feel like he falls, and then after they give that answer, read the ten tweet. Five tweets on one side of that tweet, and then on the other side of that tweet. So the previous and consecutive tweets following the one that you asked him a question about, and then ask him to figure out where Trump lands. Right. <laughs> I think well, the best thing or, to do is give him a long speech that Trump gave in a transcript form and be like, "Read this out loud." Because read it, reading the way he speaks is insane. He doesn't speak in full sentences. He doesn't speak in full ideas. He trails off. He he just throws out catchphrases and shit. Like, it's insane. Like, the more you read it, like, I wish people would quote him in context in full because but that's a his problem. own words are the biggest, de- like, defense against it. Or, yeah, you know. but you have to believe it. And most, and there are so many, his whole base, when he says something, and then we shoot back the argument of why that was wrong or horrible or bad or inappropriate, they tell us what he really meant and what he was really thinking or what he probably meant. And we're like, we don't live in the same fucking reality. Like, th- he was being sarcastic when he said inject bleach. Why? Man. Come on. Why have we had to have so much interpretation on what the point of the president was? That alone should let you know that he's inept. Yeah. The fact that we have to debate is he racist or like, not? Like, what does he mean when he says this? You yeah, know, like, like that's what, what? That's not a conversation to have. Grown-ups don't have to tell you what the fuck they mean. And it all like, comes down it all comes down to that our choice was between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. 
And now yeah, Donald but, Trump and Joe and, Biden. And Russia. Not really, but I know your sentiment. Are you, <laughs> I understand. Are it. you pro Putin now? <laughs> no, but I'm not letting it go. Like, <laughs> man, like, what what are we doing here? I'm not even that articulate. Like, not even close to having the articulate capability of being a president. But, you, but if I, you look at the past, like, but you, I w- you listen to any JFK speech, any Lyndon B. Johnson speech, any Nixon speech, like, they were all significantly more articulate. Even Reagan. Teddy Roosevelt, that dude would win Nobel Prizes in literature if he wrote that. Who yeah. was the guy who died after two weeks? Better. William Henry Harrison. <laughs> like, William, better at presidenting. William Henry Harrison. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's By what, default. Let's see what his fucking great-grandson's up to. He might, might yeah. want to run. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I don't even. I think. When was the last time we had a president that was? This we need bad somebody at that is going to have a clear thought, like Gerald, that everybody can understand. I think Gerald Ford was the last time we had a president that, that was this widely hated, and that's because no one voted for Gerald Ford. He became vice president because Spiro Agnew resigned, and then became fucking president because Nixon resigned. It's crazy though, like, because like he Obama, is widely. Everybody knew what Obama meant when he said it. Hmm. You yeah. didn't have to have interpretations. You didn't have to have an argument over how ambiguous his statement was. No, right. we, we had arguments over what the, the tan suit mean. What right. message was he sending? The yeah. quote-unquote prayer rug that was behind the the podium. Yeah. yeah, or talk about a birth certificate that didn't fucking show anything suspicious. Uh, also created by this douchebag. Pre- prayer rug. It's a tapestry, you <laughs> asshole. Not a have rug. You, this, <laughs> right, this... This is not a prayer rug. This looks exactly the same. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's got more cat hair on it, but we should be sponsored by rug companies instead of uh, Separatech. <laughs> Separate your Separate your. Di- <laughs> is that is that it? Is that where we're ending it? <laughs> I guess I can't. I can't get any more angry. I'll start saying things that I don't mean. The Devil's Advocate Podcast is an opinion talk show and is the attempt of a few friends to have a reasonable conversation about current events without the vitriol that we've become accustomed to in today's modern political climate. The Devil's Advocate Podcast is hosted by Brandon Condit with co-hosts Franklin Everhart and Jim Hellman. Do it as quick as you can as like the little guy on TV. Oh, any relation between any person living or dead is a complete coincidence. <laughs> For erections lasting longer than 12 hours, get yourself. <laughs> we can write something. This is not the underwear. <laughs> something is wrong with you. The underwear does, in fact, not give you erections. <laughs> oh, God. That was really good. Yeah, you look. say that. I miss being in the same room. Does it make 2020, it? Uh, 2020 was my breaking point. For I don't want to ask personal questions, I but I kind of want to so know much. stuff. That's okay. I'm an open book. I, I had the capacity <laughs> to it? ignore him so much until 2020 happened. Me too. So, I'm just curious, like, do you put yourself back in, or do you just let it hang out of the hole the whole time? Like, fuck it. Uh, there's two. Wa- no, you. No, you. So you're there's covered. Two, there's two flaps. One for the dog. Oh wait, so like, is a flap come up? And they are. So obviously there is a oh. flap. Your pen bed, bud. That is then covered with an extra pocket. So it's simply yeah, so pocket. Like, is, there, imagine, is there a hole imagine, that you can pull through the pocket? Yeah, we are. Do you mind stopping it so I can pull my stuff out? <laughs>